Not a radical praise. Lift up your voice, praise him. If you feel like giving God an uninhibited praise, lift up your voice and love him. Hallelujah, Jesus. We declare that you're worthy, God. God, you alone are worthy, Jesus. <laughs> amen, amen. Just in case you may not remember, you may have not been informed, there's only one God that we serve. And he is worthy of every ounce of praise that we can give him. That's not a praise high enough. That's not a song loud enough. That's not a dance radical enough. I said our God deserves every ounce. We absolutely have to be careful because in this type of atmosphere, somebody just might get delivered. We have to be very, very careful because somebody might get the Holy Ghost tonight. Scratch that, we don't have to be careful. We could just have church. Anybody came to have church tonight? Amen. It, it feels good in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. And it is such a blessing and a privilege to be here at the 238 conference. Amen. One more year. Anybody excited about being here this year? Amen. 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 It is always a double honor to have an invitation back and I do not take a return conference invitation with so many capable men, young preachers, elders that can fill this slot and preach heart-stirring, transformative messages. And so I want to say to the Bradford family and this church and all the youth team and those that were responsible for having us here, thank you very much for inviting us back. We're so glad to be here. We're excited. Amen. I give honor to the ministry of this church that this is not a normal conference. This conference is run at an extremely high level. It is a top level, top tier, first class conference. Amen. And all you young people look real good tonight. Give yourselves a hand clap. Amen for coming. Amen. To the ministry, all the ministering brothers that are here, amen. I appreciate all my good brothers. I feel like I have more friends in California than I have in the South. And so um, I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to a good week of fellowship with all you great men. I give honor to my pastor, Pastor Tony Spell. If you're listening, Pastor, I love you very much. A man that is radical, nonetheless, evangelistic in heart, that loves people. Amen. And he's put that spirit in, in me. Amen. I love young people, and that's why we're here tonight. Somebody say amen. 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 With an extremely long trip of missing, almost missing flights, being shuttled from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, running through the airport in my socks. 
It feels good to get on the plane and have a pretty lady sitting next to you. And I'm so thankful that my wife is here tonight who I would not leave her home if you paid me to. You couldn't pay me enough to leave her home. Amen. And my, my sister-in-law is here tonight. She is 26 years old and single. Now, gentlemen, be careful. She is highly educated. And she works for the government as an accountant. And I'm taking resumes and applications. And if you don't have a job, don't even think about it. I shouldn't have said that on Holy Ghost Radio. <laughs> She's probably going to have guys coming from all across the country. <laughs> Amen. But I thank for the Lord. Amen. Holy Ghost Radio. Amen. Brother Hoffer, my good friend, I love him. If you're listening tonight, I appreciate your ministry. And I also appreciate you making it difficult on me to find new sermons to preach. Amen. Because you can't preach it too many times. They done heard it already. Amen. Anybody ready for the word of the Lord tonight? Amen. Turning your attention quickly to the book of Psalms 98 and 1. And also be turning your attention to Psalm 107 and 2. Amen. Amen. I am looking forward to this week, the ministry of Brother Nathan Cox. Amen. Powerful evangelist who is no stranger to Pentecost. Amen. So honored to be linked up with him in ministry this week. Amen. I plan on giving the devil two black eyes if I can help it. Amen. Amen. Psalm 98 and 1. When you have it, say amen. It says, oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Somebody shout new song. For he had done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm had gotten him the victory. Anybody came to get victory this week? Anybody believe that you can leave victorious in the Holy Ghost? Psalm 107 and 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. This first night of 238 conference, I am not a preliminarily proper and protocol and I'm just going to obey the Holy Ghost and I believe that somebody tonight can get exactly what you came for you don't have to wait till Friday to get it amen if you feel like God's going to speak to you clap your hands lift up your voice lift up your hands Come on, somebody put a praise on your lips. Say, God, speak to my soul, Lord. God, deliver my mind, Jesus. God, pour out your anointing, Lord. God, we pray, Lord, that your power, that your anointing would fill this house. God, that you would speak to us, Lord. Transform us, renew us, touch us. 
and the mighty name that's above every name, that is Jesus Christ. Amen. If you know that great name, somebody shout it if you know it. Amen. Clap your hands one more time unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you promise to help me preach, you may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. May 8th, 1911, a musical legend was born in a small town in Rosedale, Mississippi. This country town was a small town, but this tale was no small tale. The story about a young man by the name of Robert Leroy Johnson. Robert Johnson today is credited for being one of the most skilled musicians that's ever picked up an instrument. He's credited for being one of the greatest guitar players, songwriters, composers of his day. In fact, it's his, his, it's his influence that brought about this genre called rhythm and blues. But I want to insert you into a time in his life, 25 years old, as well known as he is today in the Blues Hall of Fame. There was a day that Robert was not such a legendary musician. In fact, Robert was not a musician at all. He loved music, he loved to play, but the problem was Robert couldn't play. Anybody know somebody like that? He wanted to be talented, but the problem was he didn't have the talent. And Robert, day in, day out, week in, week out, would spend his times in bars and juke joints in that Mississippi town. And he would watch as the bands would play, and with his enamored mind, he would beg and beg to play the guitar intermission. Robert would step up to the stage while the band was on break, and he would pick up a guitar and he would begin to play. But I remind you, Robert couldn't play. And so Robert began to play on the guitar, and the people that was there at the bar would be so aggravated, they were frustrated. It was egregious, his playing, because it was terrible. Somebody say terrible. It was terrible. It sounded bad. There was nothing pleasant about his playing. But Robert was convinced that he was going to play anyway. Robert continued this pattern, playing, 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 and his playing didn't get any better. But the people got to the point that they were so frustrated with him that they said, Robert, you can't come back anymore. There were some that were so frustrated that they said, Robert, I, we think that it's best that you would just leave town because we really are sick and tired of hearing you play on that guitar. Robert left town, and six months later, his story took an interesting twist because one night, 
Robert was depressed. He had desired with all his heart to play. But I remind you, Robert could not play. And so Robert walks down a dusty road in Mississippi. It's almost midnight. It's pitch black. And Robert comes to a four-way crossroad. And he stands at the crossroad and he begins to pick on that guitar. And as Robert is playing on this guitar, the story goes on to say that out of the darkness, there stepped to Robert a man. Robert didn't know who he was, where he came from, but the man reached out and grabbed Robert's guitar. He tuned it, and he began to play one of the most beautiful songs that Robert had ever heard. He handed that guitar back to Robert, and after that night, his life would never be the same. Robert decided to go back to town, and you've guessed it, people were not happy to see him. And it was even worse that they saw him and that guitar was strapped on his back. Robert stepped into that bar, that same bar he had played in, and he picked up his same regiment that he stepped and asked, could I play for intermission? But this time, when Robert went to step to the stage and begin to play, Robert began to play and his fingers began to move and the notes began to be stroked. And there was a sound that came from that guitar that nobody had ever heard before. They were flabbergasted and all could not believe that this was the same Robert playing like this. Not only was Robert playing, but Robert was playing better than any musician they had ever heard. Something happened at that crossroad that night. The story the legendary tale of Robert Johnson says that that man that stepped to Robert was Satan himself. And Robert that night sold his soul to the devil. Now I'm not, I'm not convinced tonight. I'm not sure. I cannot qualify with the certainty of whether he did it or not. But after Robert came from that crossroads, there were some songs that he began to write, some songs he began to sing and people said that when he began to sing, there was an eerie feeling in his voice. There was a spooky, supernatural sound that came from that guitar. And Robert began to sing songs, songs that were titled A Crossroad Blues. Songs that were titled Hell Hounds On My Trail. And the most eerie of all of his notable songs, the song that he titled Me and the devil. I've come to preach tonight on this first night of the 238 conference that, that there will be a day, a moment in time where every young person in this house uh, will stand toe to toe and you're faced uh, with a crossroad. Uh, there's going to be a decision for you to turn left and a decision for you to turn right. But I want to give you a public service announcement and tell you tonight that the greatest decision that you will ever make in your life is a decision to walk with God. Can I tell you uh, that the world's going to pull on you uh, and say, come this way. Uh, 
and the world's going to say, this way seems fun. But can I remind you that straight is the gate and narrow is the way that lead unto life and few. Oh, I feel the help in the house tonight. Proverbs 4 and 27 says, turn not to the right and turn not to the left because there's a road that's worth traveling and it's the road that Jesus is on. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I'm telling you, there's a cross up ahead. There's heaven up ahead. And if you're going to walk with God, his road, his road is the road to walk Anybody got your mind set on heaven? Anybody got your mind set that there's nothing going to detour you? There's nothing going to stop you? There's a crossroad, but my mind is fixed. Clap your hands if you're thankful for the, the walk that we walk, the road that we travel, if you got your mind made up to live for God. I, I've come to preach tonight about a song from the crossroads. I understand that, that I'm here tonight and there's young people here that every day you wake up, there's a tolling and there's a decision. There's a grafting of your mind that you have things that you want to do, decisions you have to make. But there is no decision greater than the decision to say, I choose to live for Jesus. But I, I, I've come to preach, if it's all right if I preach a little while. I've come to preach because at that crossroad, at that place of decision making, there's a thing that happens. There's a decision that is, that is grafted, that is, that is torn between the right and the left. And in that, there's decisions that you will make that you have to carry for the rest of your life. There's songs that you're going to sing from the crossroad. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how eerie those songs were. But when Robert Johnson starts singing about hellhounds on his trail, it made me think that there's an adversary that won't let you leave this house with victory. You're going to have to fight for it. There's an adversary that he's set on, on making you turn to the left. And he's trying to block you from walking a divine covenant with God. He's trying to keep you from walking the world of anointing because God called you uh, and God anointed you uh, and God had there's there's songs that you will sing from the crossroads sing unto the Lord a new song somebody shout a new song but if you're not singing the Lord's song then that means you're singing the devil's song I want to take you through a evolution of history because some of you young people probably never seen an apparatus that kind of looks like this. If you are under the age of 25 and you know what this is, raise your hand. That's what I thought. This is called an eight track. Believe it or not, this piece of plastic actually plays music. And then for some reason they said, you know what? We want to be a little uh, 
evolving. And so we're going to make it portable. You can put it in your car. Anybody knows what this is? Believe it or not, this plays music too. But yeah, I, I've seen, I grew up in the generation where the cassette was being played at home, but we didn't get cool till we got these little spherical things that were silver and shining. They were called CDs. Anybody ever seen one of these before? Believe it or not, this plays music too. And though they look different, they all have the same purpose that they're songs that are played. There's a song list, there's albums where there's songs listed out, a list for this song, a name, a title of what the artist wanted to sing, what he wanted to portray, their songs on that playlist. But can I tell you, young people, that if for some reason you decide to stray away from God uh, and you choose uh, to navigate to the road that God has not called you to walk on, uh, there will be songs that come uh, from that crossroad. Anybody hear me preach to you tonight? Can I, can I preach it like I feel it? There's songs that come from the crossroad. And if you decide to live another life, if you decide to walk another walk, if you decide to stray down another road, there's something in the songwriting of a, a young person that has made the wrong decision. That there's a song titled on the album of your soul that if you make the wrong decision, there's a song titled, I wish I would have listened. Oh, I'm going to preach to somebody in the house. See, their mama's going to help me preach. I'm telling you right now uh, that we don't have conferences uh, for our health. Uh, we don't have church services uh, because it makes us feel good. Uh, we're trying to keep you uh, on the road uh, that Jesus is on. Uh, but if you choose uh, to walk another road, uh, there's, enough, there's a pothole waiting for you. Uh, there's a ditch waiting for you. Uh, and there's a song that comes from the crossroad. Uh, and you'll be singing, uh, I wish I would have listened to mama. I wish I would have listened to my pastor. I went. Any mama's going to help me preach. I'm telling you, ask mama right now. And she'll say, baby, don't go there. Don't do that. Don't hang with them. Don't, don't say that. Because there's a road that's going to be on your album. It's going to say, I wish, I wish, I wish I would have listened. Oh, I need about three mamas to help me preach right now. Preacher sweating his face out. Uh, he's wringing out his tie. Uh, he's weeping for your soul. Uh, but there's something that's saying uh, you come this way uh, and you have more fun. Uh, but he's saying fun is not what you need. Uh, you need salvation. Uh, you need the blood of Jesus. Uh, you need. Can I tell you why we preach like this? It's because there's a burning hell on the crossroad of Broadway and we're trying to keep you from the flames and there's something in my soul that I don't want you to say I wish. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There ought to be something in your spirit to say I'm not singing the devil's song. I'm not singing. Singing to the Lord a new song. Oh, somebody clap your hands.
Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There's a spirit from the preacher that will steer you clear of every obstacle, every snare that the adversary has set for you. If that song is not eerie enough, if you haven't sung it yet, then please don't sing that song. Because there's some people in this house uh, that if they listened to their pastor, uh, they wouldn't be where they are right now. Uh, they're not even hearing this message uh, because they're not in church anymore. Uh, and they're saying, I wish uh, I had listened to my pastor. I wish uh, I had went to prayer meeting. Uh, I wish uh, I had read. If you decide to, to stray away, you will be singing that song. You take that wrong left turn and song number two on your playlist is going to be, I can't believe I fell again. Anybody ever sung that song before? You were doing so good and the, and the road seemed like it was smooth. Uh, but all of a sudden, somebody has some flashing lights uh, down the road. Uh, and you say, you know what? That looks like a, a party over there. Uh, that looks like a good time over there. Uh, but if the grass is, if you think the grass is greener on the other side, you ought to start fertilizing your grass uh, so it gets greener. Uh, because there ain't nothing left in the world for you. Uh, there ain't nothing left... If you think the road is better, uh, then you better get out your paver and start making it because there's nothing. You'll get down the road uh, and you'll find out uh, that the people that you think are your friends uh, were never your friends anyway. Oh, I felt something right there. Uh, can I tell you uh, that if you think that people love you, uh, but they don't love the God you serve, uh, buddy, you better think again. Uh, if you think they got your best interest in mind, uh, then sweetheart, uh, you ought to think again uh, because they're luring you down a road uh, that you'll be singing a sad song uh, and you'll be singing the devil's song uh, and you'll be saying, I can't believe I fell. the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, there ought to be something rise up in your spirit. Uh, if you've been singing that song, uh, tonight is your night to, to sing a new one. Uh, tonight is your night uh, that you say, Lord, uh, I'm turning around. Uh, I'm turning. You might not know it. But can I tell you what, what, what was one of the most annoying things about the CD generation? Is these little slim, slick pieces of plastic shiny. Uh, if they just got one ounce of a scratch on them uh, and you put it in that CD player, uh, that song that you start playing, all of a sudden it just starts skipping. And it'll keep playing the same thing over and over and over and over. Uh, can I tell you why it's a bad idea to go down the devil's road? Uh, it's because he'll play the same song uh, in your ear uh, when you fall. Uh, and said, I told you you couldn't be victorious. I told you you couldn't be a soul winner. Uh, I told you you was no good. Uh, and he'll keep playing it uh, and keep playing it uh, and keep playing it. Until you believe it.
That's why there's young people right here, right now, uh, that you mess up and you walk into the house of God uh, full of condemnation uh, because condemnation uh, will push you away from God, uh, but it's conviction uh, that will pull you to God, uh, saying, uh, I know you made a mistake, uh, and I know you went down the wrong way, uh, but I'm saying, come back home, baby. Come back home, baby. Uh, you make a U-turn right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. You can start repenting right now and say, God, I'm turning. God, I'm turning. I'm turn I, I don't want to sing the devil's song. I've got down too far. Oh, somebody lift up your voice in the house. We got to get to the point that we stop singing the devil's song. Is it all right if I just keep preaching for a little while? There's, there's, there's a guitar player that he's singing a song and that tune sounds good and that note sounds great and if you, it, it is nothing like a song, an annoying song that will get in your ear and you can't get it out. wife was babysitting this this three-year-old girl at our house and if you don't know you cannot have a young a young kid around and not play baby shark and it got to the point I said please do not play that song again It's all you got in your ear is baby shark. Doo -doo -doo -doo. I did that on purpose so you'll be singing it tonight in your sleep. Oh, that was so good. There's nothing like an annoying song, but even annoying songs, you start singing alone. The devil's walking by saying, singing the song, it's not that bad. You can try this. It's not that bad. You can come hang with us. We're not that bad. You can wear that. It's not that bad. And if you listen to the devil playing that song, uh, that tune starts sounding good, uh, and it keeps looping in your ear over and over, uh, and before you know it, uh, you go through your wardrobe and you say, you know what? That's not that bad. Uh, you know what? But can I tell you uh, that if you start singing the devil's song, uh, that road that you think is not that bad, uh, you're going to be saying, uh, how did we get this far? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, Yeah, you can, you can say uh, it's not that bad. Uh, do we really have to live like that? Uh, do we really have to listen to the bishop? Uh, do we really have to walk the road like that? Uh, well, can I tell you, uh, if you walk it any other way, uh, you're worse than a thief and a robber. Uh, if you try to get there any... So can I tell you tonight uh, that if you're going to walk with Jesus, uh, you need to step away from the it ain't that bad crowd. 
Oh, I feel something in the Holy Ghost right there. Uh, if they start saying, uh, I don't know if that's really sin, uh, you need to run from them. Uh, if they start saying, uh, I don't know if we really have to do it just like. As you start singing the devil's song and you'll find out real quick that the devil's not your best friend. He'll make it look beautiful. He'll, he'll pitch an advertisement. To, he'll embellish sin because the pleasures of sin, they are fun for a season. He'll pick you up in a Lamborghini and tell you, it don't tell you that there's not a spare in the, in the trunk. That the gas tanks on E and you get down the road way too far and then you realize, wait a minute, I'm too far from God. I can't get back. I don't even know where to start. How did I get here? Pray, I pray that before this conference is over, that you get a spirit in your mind to say, I'm sick and tired of falling. I'm sick and tired of going the wrong way. I'm sick and tired of hanging up on the same stuff. I'm sick and tired of ending up on the side of the road, and I don't have no help. But can I tell you that there's a God with a 24-7 rescue service, and he said, I don't care how far you went. I'm coming back for you. I don't care how far you went come on if grace has ever stepped in your soul if mercy has ever stepped in your life you want to lift up your voice and say thank you Lord for pulling me back on the crossroad thank you Lord come on somebody right here you wouldn't be here if God didn't come get you you wouldn't be here if God hadn't come Come on, the Holy Ghost is here right now. Uh, there's grace being extended to you. Uh, there's mercy being extended to you. Uh, I know you went way too far this time. Uh, I know you fell way too deep this time. Uh, but there's a God saying, uh, sing unto the Lord uh, a new song. Sing unto the Lord. God put a new song in my heart. God put a new song in my lips. I'm sick and tired of going. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right. Come on, can you feel that? That's the Spirit of God saying, come back home. Turn back around. Turn. I still love you. I'm still waiting right where you left me. Can I, can I tell you what we're up against in this hour? The same spirit that people were up against, the children of Israel, the spirit of Babylon. The spirit of the world but sometimes when you drift too far you don't realize that there's thieves and there's and there's trappers there's fowlers that's trying to catch you because you went way out of your territory this time 
You see, you see, the reason why you stay on the straight and narrow is because that road is paved with blood and the devil can't cross the blood. Oh, there's a bloodline at that crossroad of Calvary and he can't. But when you went too far and you went the wrong way, the blood loses its protection on you because the covering you had, you don't have it no more. And that's why in Psalms 137 and 1, the song, the song of the children of Israel, while they're sitting by the rivers in Babylon, they said, we sat there and we wept when we remembered Zion, when we remembered the church. Remember the song that they used to sing in Sunday school when we listen to the, when we remember the voice of our youth pastor in our ear. If you can, put it up on the screen so they can see it. Yeah. Can I tell you what happens in Babylon? Babylon will silence your song. The world will silence your song because you can't sing the songs of Zion and still keep your coolness. can't wear that dress and still be cool around the world. But when you drift to Babylon, you're not singing the Lord's song. You can't sing the Lord's song. The captives that grabbed the hold of those children, they said, sing us one of those songs. Sing us one of those church songs. And you go to open your mouth and nothing comes out. That's why when you stray too far by the Brock and you get into the devil's territory, when you stumble your way and stagger your way down the crossroad and you're trying to get back to Jesus, you lift up your hands and you don't feel anything. And you try to open up your mouth and you don't feel anything. And you say, preacher, preach harder and you still don't feel anything. It's because Babylon silences the song inside your heart. Am I preaching to anybody in the house? And you start singing the song. How can I sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can I sing the Lord's song in a... Lot, I'm almost done preaching. Lot, he found himself at a crossroad. Abraham said, Lot, you can choose which way you go. You can choose what land you go to. But Lot, when he had the plains in front of him, the Bible said he pitched his tent towards Sodom. Because Sodom would silence your song. And when it came time for Lot to be a witness, Lot could not be an effective witness because he had ruined the song of Zion. And when it came time for him to warn that Jesus, the God of heaven, he's raining down judgment, his witness had been lost. Can I, can I tell you the truth? Can I, can I tell you the truth? It is near to impossible to invite your friends to church when you've been hanging out where you shouldn't be hanging out with them. I'll go to this side just in case you didn't hear me. 
it's impossible to dress like they dress and listen to what they listen to and go to where they go and when it comes time can you come to church with me they'll say for what we're the same thing I need you to hear this preacher but if you're going to be an effective witness if you're going to be a soul winner you got to have the Lord's song on your heart you got to have a spirit of declaration to say I'll walk holy when nobody else walks Anybody got that song in your heart? Anybody say, I'll sing unto the Lord a new song. I'll sing unto the Lord a new song. Eight minutes, 30 seconds. Give me eight minutes, 30 seconds. Achan tried that. And he didn't even have the real Babylon. Bible says that Achan grabbed a hold of the spoils of battle and he got his hand on this Babylonian-ish garment. It had the influence, but it wasn't even the real thing. It was a knockoff coach. It wasn't even the real thing. Louis Vuitton. Anybody ever been to New York before? They're like, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. It wasn't even the real thing. Can I tell you that some of us can be so naive that we think we're cool when you realize you don't even realize that you're sticking out like a sore thumb. You can't be you can't be a backslidden child of God and fit in with the world. You don't look right. You're trying to sing the world songs and you don't even know all the lyrics. But it gets a little uncomfortable when you hang around Babylon and you grab a hold of the Babylonian garment. Sure, you will be joy-ish and you will be happy-ish for a little while. But Achan couldn't even enjoy the spoils of that war. He had to hide it in his tent. And so when Achan saw the church folks, he had to act like nothing was wrong. That's right. Go ahead. Talk about that. Can I tell you some real cold heart facts? That when you leave the church, you will be miserable the rest of your life. Every time you see Brother Cox, you got to hold your head down because you can't walk with your head high if you're walking down the devil's road. But something in my spirit saying, God said, come back home, come back home, come What do we need? We need a new song. Anybody need a new song in the house? Anybody made some mistakes this past year? Anybody fell flat on your face uh, and you were supposed to give a Bible study and you ain't give it yet? Uh, and you were supposed to witness some. It's New Year, so I might as well just go there. You made that the commitment that this year I'm going to win one new soul. And it hasn't happened yet. Am I preaching to anybody yet? You said this year I'm going to read my Bible all the way through. And you're still in, in Ephesians. 
So what we need for the rest of this week, if this is a new year and this is a new you, you need a new song. Can I, can I tell you why you need a song? Can I tell you why you need a new song? You see, David had the corner on a new song. David in Psalms 93 and 3, he said, sing unto me, sing unto him a new song. He said in Psalms 149 and 1, sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise and the congregation of the saints. In Psalms 198 and 1, he said, oh, sing unto the Lord. In Psalm 96 and 1, he says, sing unto the Lord a new song because David knew that you go from day to day and victory to victory and you need a new song. Sunday can't help you tonight. Last 238 conference can't help you tonight. You need a new song tonight. David says, sing unto the Lord a new song for he had done marvelous things. He said his right hand and his holy arm had gotten him the victory. Can I tell you what you do when you've gotten out of hell's grips and you've turned around and said, God, I'm sick and tired of going that way. You get a new song on your heart. You get a new praise on your lips. You get a... I tell you what you do if you start repenting right now and say, God, I'm sorry I turned the wrong way. God, I'm sorry I went the wrong way. I'm sorry I'm not the child that I should have been. I'm not the man of God that you called me to be. I'm not the woman of God that you've ordained me to be. I'm turning. Come on, somebody turn right now. Come on, somebody turn right now. Come on, somebody turn. Come on, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Come on, you need a new song. You've been in a ditch and your knees are scraped up and you feel like you're by yourself. All your friends are gone and you're in the pig's pen saying, how can I get back? How can I get back? And as a God saying, just come back home. Come on, I said, lift up your voice in the house. Come on, I said something's in, come on, something's in the house right now. Come on, every young person, you need to recommit and say this is a new year. This is a new day. And I need, I need a new song. Come on, there's a fresh anointing that's going to step in this conference. Come on, there's a fresh anointing that's going to sit on your soul. Come on, I'm talking to every young lady uh, that you made some mistakes this last year uh, and you said, how did I get here? Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Uh, you thought that boy loved you, uh, but he didn't love you. Uh, you thought your friends cared about you, uh, but they didn't care. Uh, but there is a God. There is a God. He says, sing unto the Lord.
There's some lyrics that's being strung from the harp of heaven. And he's saying, I still love you. I still love you. I still love you. You're not a failure. You're not a mistake. You're not a has-been. You're not washed out. You're a child of God. Come on, that's just something's happening right now. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, you've been having trouble singing the song of Zion. You've been having trouble breaking through in an altar call. But sing unto the Lord a new song. Come on, the devil's telling you, you can't make it. You can't make it. You've went too far. You've made the wrong mistake this time. But the blood of Jesus is coming down the road for you. The blood of Jesus is coming. Come on, lift those hands as high as you can. Come on, lift them up as high as you can. Come on, there's some you pastors that's been telling you, don't go there. Don't go there. Hear the voice of the preacher. Hear the voice of the preacher. You don't want to say, I wish I could have. I should have. I would have. Come on, lift it up a little louder. I'm talking to people right now. You carrying some wounds because you went down the wrong road. I'm talking to some young ladies right now. You trusted the wrong people. But God's saying, turn around. There's a song that comes from the crossroad. There's a song that comes from the crossroad. And there's a song that Jesus has paid for you. It's called the song of the blood of Jesus. It cleanses all sins. It renews all brokenness. Come on, can you hear that song? Can, I, can you hear that song? Saying, I called you to be great. I called you to be anointed. I called you to be a vessel. And somebody ought to sing the song. I'll be what you want me to be. Come on, that's it a little louder. Come on, let God say, come on, you got to dial that number. Come on, you got to call to heaven and say, can you come rescue me? 